0: What's up, soccer fans? Welcome back to another Americans Abroad podcast. I'm your host, Johnny Morton. I'm Cole Morton here with you. And how are you doing this week? Doing pretty good. It's international uh, break. So yeah. uh, we got some games to talk about things from this weekend. We'll be talking about a little bit later. We'll talk about the USMNT roster for the friendlies coming up. And uh, what else are we going to be doing today? Uh, trivia later on. Yeah, right. Our... I'll ask you, see if we can stump you on the trivia. Uh, we'll see about that. Yeah.
1: I'm, I'm doing pretty good. It's exciting. We're in the same room recording today, so that's exciting. That
0: is different, yeah. So hopefully you can hear Cole a little better. I've been told that we have to boost it. I think he should just talk louder, and that would solve the problem. Could be it. That could be. All right, this is our, uh, I guess it's sort of our home sound studio. I don't know. Anyway, we sort of set it up that way. All right, let's jump right in. Uh, big things last week. One, <laughs> more injuries. Yeah, it's As been... As we talked about the week before, it's sort of a bummer. It's that time. It's also, it's, I guess, sort of the crazy thing is coming so early in the season that you've got guys that some of them never even started the season because they're injuries. And then others, it seems every week now, you get a couple of guys from you know, the U.S. pool that are going down for one reason or another. Uh, we also got the... Champions League draw and we'll talk about the Americans that'll be in that. So that I'll give you a rooting interest if your team didn't make it. Unfortunately Liverpool did not make it this year. But it'll give us something to to look at and a good reason to watch Champions League and maybe they can pull some upsets if they're not on the favorites. But why don't you start us off? Where do you want to go first, Cole? We can talk you mentioned the injuries. We can talk about some of those. I mean, yeah, it does
1: feel like we've been hit early this year. And with a lot of them, maybe in—I feel like that's been a theme sometimes with our with our pool of players, that we've had a lot of injuries. But it does feel like right now, even maybe more so than a lot of times we've been hit with them. Um, obviously, you've got guys like Gio and Tyler that are still hurt and hopefully come back soon.
0: Yeah, Gio, we found out, actually
1: had a broken leg. Yeah, he had a leg fracture, which is quite—I in- mean, he— played on it for a little bit in the game. He broke it, actually, so it kind of— and they never mentioned it until Dortmund just— or no, Dortmund never mentioned it. U.S. just mentioned it when they released this roster and in a press conference, so we didn't even know until now. Yeah, well, that makes sense that he was out so long with it, giving that thing time to heal. So he—but he's looking like he's back after the international break, or at least he's been in training a little bit, so at least he's coming that direction. So Tyler
0: Adams he's pl- he played in a club friendly, didn't he? I think I saw.
1: Yes, so he and he's been back in training. I'm thinking in the next 2 weeks he'll be back in in the hopefully game day rosters. Um then you just picked up some more this week uh and I'm not some of these aren't serious some are uh but some we don't know yet. Some we don't know yet. Like Joe Scalley went off injured and Münchengladbach lost to Bayern this weekend. They they got beat up pretty good, uh 4-1 I think. But um he went off injured, Sam Vines, who's actually been playing well. He's in the Champions League as well. He picked up an injury after a goal in their game this weekend. So, which he hasn't really been in the fold for the US in probably a year, but yeah, he
0: does play, but he's playing. He's playing well, and uh, he's young. He's still. in a position that we could use some depth.
1: Yeah, for sure. Which is basically what we'll get to. One guy, one of the newer guys on the roster that Burhalter actually talked about was part of calling him up was because of our lack of depth at left back. And yeah, so, when right
0: now your your backup left back is your starting right back. That's yeah. that's not a real good thing. So
1: that that one, just saying, you hate when guys are starting to play well that pick up an injury and hopefully uh, they I hadn't seen much on either of them about how serious it was Same Tanner Testman subbed out at the end of his game and he'd actually just gotten added to the U.S. USMNT roster because of an injury to Johnny Cardoso so his was like real late in the game he kind of limped off the field they subbed him I think so it was just towards the end they were like we'll go ahead and not risk it so I'm thinking his is probably not a big deal I haven't heard anything from the US about him not being on the roster anymore so I assume he's fine but you want to talk about him for a minute?
0: He's been yeah. Let's excellent. talk. We were we were mentioning him last week, and the fact that he uh, he's in uh, Syria B. He plays for Venezia, and he's probably one of the best players on their team. And yeah. and you know he had there were several offers for him, but they didn't want to let him go because they think he's going to be crucial for them to move up to Syria this year. And he's never been called up for the U.S. Has he? Uh, youth levels, but never. I don't think not to the national team. At least not team. for the
1: national team in a He's meaningful. Not in a yeah, not in any meaningful games. Um, he so Venezia actually. So they were in Serie A like two years ago, and I think that is the season they bought Tessman and Busio, who are about the same age. They both play center mid, defensive mid. Uh, both came from MLS. Both went there. Buccio has obviously been in the fold a lot more, which is interesting. I think we talked a little bit about this. It's just kind of that idea of once you have made your way into the pool, you often find a way sometimes to stick around, even if you maybe are not playing as well as other guys. Just because, Well, and
0: maybe you always wonder, is he become sort of a coach favorite? And, and, and I think it's easier
1: when you're a fringe player, if you're familiar with the system with the other guys, where it's maybe not a – you're not like someone who's – Playing about as well as you, maybe a little better, but they haven't been in the fold. It's just easier to bring the guy you know sometimes when they're kind of on that cusp. But they both went to Venezia, got relegated that season, and then where honestly Venezia was not good in Serie B last year. They were probably in the bottom like six teams. But the interesting thing is Bucio's continued to get call ups with the U.S. pretty consistently, and. Tessman hasn't, but if you look at the minutes actually at the club, Tessman yeah, Testman starts more. for the club in the same position as Busio, same age, plays significantly more minutes and has not gotten really a look with the U.S. So, And he's been particularly good as of late. He scored a really nice free kick winner the other day. I think he was actually captaining the team in the game. And so he's kind of getting an opportunity now in, in the roster. So I'm actually really looking forward to that. He's a much different player to Busio. Busio is kind of more of your like nice on the ball can really play some good long balls he's he's a good passer but he's not the physical like defensive man number six who's gonna break up play like I would say Tessman is he's big he's strong he's gonna put tackles in he's gonna kind of break up play he's much more of that kind of six which I which think is, is much we, more we don't needed. we don't have
0: yeah, that's why have Tyler, Tyler Adams that's but... why
1: so Tyler's so meaningful to the national team because Tyler's really the only guy who Plays that role because even if you play Musa as a six or De La Torre or Kellen Acosta, none of them break up play and kind of put out fires like Tyler does. So I'm thinking Tessman's a good shout because I think he might be more of that kind of player. And so I'm excited to actually see if well, he let's can. Ho-
0: yeah, let's hope his injury doesn't keep him from being able to play during this window. Right. So I'm ex- I'm excited for that. I think um he'll be one that's interesting to
1: watch going forward.
0: Okay, let's just talk about some things that went on this last week, some other players. Uh, Paxton Aronson finally got some playing time. Yeah, in their Uh,
1: Europa League game.
0: Yeah, he ended up playing most of the whole game. I
1: watched bits and pieces of it, and he looked a little bit like Brendan. Kind of a lot of energy. He's got an assist in the game. Yeah, he's going to press really hard. He's going to. He's going to fight really hard. He's going to kind of put in a really good shift. And, I mean, that's one of his first full games, really, at this level. So, anything getting on the field and playing any meaningful minutes kind of providing.
0: Well, and that was an important game because it got him into. It got him into the group stage.
1: So, that was big for them. And I think that's a promising sign for him to get minutes this season more than any performance. I think just the idea that he might be getting meaningful minutes is more important than whatever kind of performance he puts early season. So I'm, I'm, I was excited about that. I was surprised. I really didn't expect to see him get a start in that Europa conference league. So early in the season, especially. Yeah. So that was good. Let's
0: stay in the Bundesliga, Liga. Probably a name that we really don't think of, especially as far as the national team anymore. That's John Brooks. Who actually is playing regularly now for Hoffenheim and actually scored his first goal last week? Yeah, he's against been, his old team. He's like, it's
1: funny because in the Twitter sphere of the USMNT, that's been one of the biggest grudges people have with Greg is his kind of alienation of John Brooks. People have been hot about that. They kind of cooled off because it was like, well, he doesn't like him, whatever. We're gonna give up. But the fact that now you've got some center back injuries, some. Guy's not playing. Chris Richards hasn't been playing much. Walker Zimmerman's hurt. Um, So just the fact that you've got kind of some gaps where it's like, we don't really have many informed center backs. And so, especially that John Brooks is playing consistently. He's playing good. He's still probably the best center back passer in in the pool. So people are not loving that he is uh not I mean he's not even getting and I don't think yeah, he's, I, I, I don't can't think he's ever see gonna play again Greg
0: ever calling him up so. it's
1: something and I don't it's a lot of speculation it just seems like there was some some kind of altercation or them not getting along him not liking necessarily maybe what Greg was doing and so it seems like that relationship has been broken to a point where I'm not sure if he was so good of a player. That he forced his way into the team, I think he could, but I'm not sure he's at the level that Plus he's older. Yeah, yeah, and he's not Plus, a young guy. He's, he's, he's one of the older an guys. Older guy. on the well, team.
0: And on that thing, Tim Reems not the a spring chicken at all. So uh, <laughs> Tim Reem, I mean, hey, goal for uh
1: goal for Fulham this weekend. Way I mean, to go. Did you see the quote that Pep said something along the lines of if this was like ten years ago Tim Reem was playing like this? Pep said he would have bought him to play center back for him,
0: and it's like, wow, Well, he's that's, uh, a late bloomer, I guess. You he would really say. does seem to be. I mean, they got. Like that. And center back is one of those positions that you see people play a long time, and so he's still giving quality minutes. Um, he's never been a speed demon, so it's not like he's going to lose any speed. No. So uh, you know, I think just his intelligence and, and knowing where and how to play the position is, is something that's obviously stood him well where he is right now.
1: Yeah, I agree. Um, I think that yeah, they and just a small note to touch on that, if you did see the offsides call for the goal in that game, it was so Manchester City, it's one one probably didn't really affect the outcome
0: of the game no no honest. but it did
1: change the game it was right before the half to go up to one when it was one one had been a decent yeah. game and they score on a header where there's a guy clearly about a yard in front of the goalie and var and it goes in the header he's clearly off sides basically they decided he didn't affect the eyesight of the goalie but like any goalie's gonna tell you if a guy's standing right in the path of where the ball is coming you're your adjusting focus, yeah, your, jump, attention your and dive. your focus is on him. Yeah, and so it clearly affected the play. I mean, I haven't seen anyone come out and try and say it wasn't offsides, and they they didn't call it, and it was. It really did change the game a little bit. I mean, City was going to win, but it it was a horrible call. It was it was a, egregious.
0: Yeah, I think there's been a lot of, and, and there always there's always going to be questions about VAR uh, from the standpoint of. You know, you had the uh, uh, who was the English ref that came out and said he's not he's not doing oh, it anymore. Yeah. But he came out and said, "Hey, I didn't want to embarrass my my colleague." Maybe Mark
1: Clattenburg. Yeah, think, Mark Clattenburg said, yeah.
0: said, you know, and and that's I think that's probably fair, and I think players probably think that that they tend not to overrule in situations sometimes out of you know, hey, that's my bud, I don't want to sit there and uh, show him up. Yeah, it was that one was. That one was unfortunate, especially when you're
1: playing City. You need all the help you can get, so to g- be given a goal against you like that is killer in that yeah. kind of game. But one other thing, uh, loosely, we've talked a lot about PC- PSV over the past two weeks, but it will well, be well, we a got, staple. We've got
0: three guys. We've we three Americans playing there. So. And three
1: Americans who are going to be regulars in the team going forward for a while, so I think it will be a team that comes up in conversation. Dast seems to be... I mean, he, he's played every minute pretty much since he's come in. Yeah, he's starting every game now. So in this this week he started right back, so obviously he's got the versatility that's going to help him get in the team because he can play both left or right back. That's going to be really useful for him. Pepe is going to struggle for minutes, it seems, just because they do have a lot of good attacking that'll options. Be, yeah, that'll seem
0: to be lacking in scoring right now. And so I think that'll be
1: something to watch that hopefully he can – get the odd game every now and then. he's got to take his chances when he gets on the field he's got to put in good performances make a difference in games yeah when you come in you've
0: got to do something
1: and so and it's you know he wanted to step up and level and so this is a step up but it's he's gonna have to take his chances but Tim, uh malik, malik tillman, tillman yeah scored a goal he came on i actually saw it it was he came on for probably 15 minutes and Really nice, uh, kind of held off a defender on a through ball, held off kind of two guys trying to get over him, looked nice and strong and just kind of slotted it past the keeper. So it was that was encouraging to see. I think he'll actually get more chances than Pepe just because of the position. He can play in the middle, out wide, where Pepe's obviously more of a out-and-out striker. So I think the opportunities will be there for Tillman.
0: All right. Any other, uh, any other performances from last week you want to call out? We talked a lot about Osho last week and he's an
1: American Burnley has struggled they've really struggled Big especially time. especially defensively they just I mean they've been getting drilled by some teams but he he's actually looked like one of the bright spots for Burnley still and I've seen some Burnley fans saying that that they are kind of have been encouraged by him this season but he had the assist on the first goal for Burnley um, and so he's definitely playing minutes playing a part. I think that Hopefully they've had a really tough start to the season schedule-wise. They played some really I think good they're teams. at the very
0: bottom of the Premier League right yeah, now. Yeah,
1: so they I think though that I'm still I'm still hopeful they can turn it around. I think they they were really good in the Championship and I know that doesn't always translate, but I do think eventually they're going to start to play better and it seems like he's going to be a really important role in that and so I'm still I'm still pretty excited for him as a prospect. Yeah, you
0: don't see a lot of chatter about him with the American team, though. So I actually saw in another
1: podcast I listened to, they had had a reporter quote, basically, he had gotten at least reached out to by the U.S. for this roster, not sure if they officially asked him, and he basically said he wanted to stay with Burnley. He's new to Burnley, to the club, wanted to stay for this international break, continue to kind of get settled in there. And also he just basically said he wasn't ready to decide his international future. He's only 18. Yeah. So, which yeah, is fair. That's true. That's true. He's, he's only played.
0: Fair. Yeah. He's played in the youth under twenties. So they,
1: he's definitely on the radar from what I've seen. He is definitely on the radar. It seems like we have him in our mind. Um, but doesn't seem like he's ready to commit in any way to a national team right now, which I understand. So.
0: All right. Hey, one of the good things, uh, let's talk about champions league real quick. Uh, yeah. Champions League draw last week. Uh, really only really one, really, what I would say is they always talk about the group of death, and it's I think it's by far the strongest group, at least on paper. Oh, yeah. And it happens to have two key Americans in there, Pulisic and Reyna.
1: I am, yeah, this group, I was I was watching the draw live, and I was like, the one thing oh, I was weren't like... Weren't
0: you supposed to be working? Yeah, it was at work. I was oh, okay. working. I was multitasking. Okay.
1: <laughs> so... I'm very good at watching soccer and working. There you go. But uh, basically, yeah, I saw, so obviously it it goes in order by pot. And Newcastle, I was looking, Newcastle was definitely the best team in the fourth pot. And just Yeah, that's the, way, the
0: team nobody, none of the A or B wanted. And I would say Newcastle. AC Milan
1: was one of the best two in probably the third pot. And so once they got in the one with PSG and Dortmund, I was like, Man, they just want to avoid Newcastle. And that fourth one, and they could really, there was only about three teams that could be, that new, three groups Newcastle could be drawn into because there's a bunch of rules about you can only be in, yeah. can't be in a group yeah, with were, a, Yeah, when they English were drawn team. and I
0: was like, it's going to be F. It's yeah, and I was F. like, I
1: knew, I was like, it's going to happen. And it did. I mean, I am, I am just so excited for some of those games. I mean, every game is going to be great. Every game is going to be huge. And so...
0: And, is, and I, on paper, you would think. I think most people are thinking anybody could come in out of the group. PSG, I think PSG, but and they're AC real different Milan than are, they've been in years past. And, and Newcastle, unfortunately, is they've just lost three straight. In the had Premier a bad League, start so, to the season. Yeah. I
1: was really shocked by the Brighton loss this weekend. I just, I, I mean, they just for most parts got dominated. Brighton just looked so quality on the ball that I, I was really shocked by how how dominant they were. But I think. If I was picking right now, I'd say PSG and Milan are my favorites. Milan's been phenomenal. They got another big win yeah. over Roma.
0: Yeah, great start of the season.
1: Dortmund, I think, is finding their feet a little bit without Jude Bellingham. I think that's going to be a bit of a learning curve that's for them. Which, He's a huge hole in the team without
0: him. Well, and maybe it'll give Reyna a bigger role.
1: Yeah, no, I think and Reyna's going to be important for them. And so, And then Newcastle, a little bit of a slower start. They're still... Both very good. Newcastle could any match Newcastle in that I could see them winning a game off of anyone there. So it's not like they're completely outmatched. But I do man some of those matches, and I think Pulisic playing Dortmund will be an interesting storyline again. So yeah,
0: you've got him going against Reina. You've got him against his old mm-hmm. team. So there's a lot of storyline there. We do have some other Americans though that have made it. PSV we already mentioned. Yeah. So you've got those three guys that'll be doing in that, and they're in a. Yeah, I think they're in a they're in a group that I think they could advance in. Right, uh, it's going to be challenged like any one of them. Who's Brendan the re- Aronson. Who's the rest of that PSV group? They are in uh, Group B: Sevilla, Arsenal, PSV, and Lens. That's right. Yeah, Sevilla won Europa League, which yeah, is yeah, that's what in. they win the Europa
1: League. They're very good at Europa League every they, year. Yeah, I mean, they, don't, they don't do that. They're unbeatable in the Europa League. I don't know why can't, they can't do it in La Liga, but yeah, I think. Arsenal obviously is the favorite in that group pretty heavily, I would say, and then, I mean, I think PSV's got a strong shout to to get out of the group. Yeah, I think I mean, they can make
0: the group stage. So there. I think so I that think, would be good.
1: And they're they seem very good. So you got Brendan Aronson also with Union Berlin, which will be exciting. Yeah.
0: Speaking real quick, let's throw this about Union Berlin. Jordan Pifok.
1: Yeah, just left and for mention
0: Yeah, he went out on loan, so he went. not at Union Berlin Which right is now.
1: And he fell off a little bit last year. He started the season real hot last year. It was one of leading goal scorers for the first couple months of the season. Fell off a little bit. It'll be interesting to see what, how much playing time he'll get, what that looks like. I'm not really sure. I don't. I haven't watched much of them. I'm, I'll watch Scally, the odd match, but I haven't seen a ton of Mönchengladbach. So it'll be interesting to see. I'm not sure what their striker depth is like. But All
0: right. Two more Americans. you got Cameron Carter-Vickers for Celtic. They're in there. They are in in there with actually a group that they could maybe advance, I guess. Who's in that group? Fanord, who is strong. They won the
1: the Eredivisie. They won
0: the Eredivisie. you got Atletico Madrid, Lazio, and then
1: Celtic. I think it'll be interesting. Lazio, I think, will be the big decider in that. So Lazio was great last year in Serie A that they got... uh, sorry who used to coach chelsea now at lazio they did lose uh, Milinkovic Savage though in the off season. Yeah. and so but they that'll be i think the wild card cuz i think atletico probably is definitely the favorite in the group but
0: i think it, i think it is i think they're the favorite and then the other three lazio on paper
1: would be the second team i think most people would say but it'll be interesting to see if they're as good this
0: year as they are last year and then finally, someone we mentioned earlier, Sam Vines with Royal Antwerp. They're down there in Group H. I'm not and, bullish about them getting out. Yeah, I don't think though. I think Barcelona and Porto are the but it'll be clear some, favorites to come out of some there. Good experience. But it is. It's great experience yeah. to have that many Americans playing in it, and you know, it gives you another reason to watch some of those other games in Definitely. the Champions League, and, and sort of see. And all of the, you know, we got a lot of them that're starting Americans that are going to be starting. Yeah. And so that's a great reason to watch it. I mean, I'm I'm bullish on AC
1: Milan and they seem like a team, especially after their success last year, they, and they've been historically great in the Champions League. They seem like a team that is well prepared at least to make a pretty good run. It's a really tough group, but if they can get out of the group, I feel good about them getting pretty far in the tournament. So I'm i I'm excited for that. Syria so,
0: well, did great last year. Right. In it's the a Champions really strong league. league. It's a, so. people don't know it, but it's a very strong league. It's well, yeah. I, I think what people's mentality has been the traditional. Oh, it's all about defense. It's all about defense. Not what anymore. Is. No, and they got some really good attacking football to watch. Yeah. All right. Let's talk about going into the uh, break here, and uh, so we got to call it. Actually, Greg Burkhalter, since he's come back as national team coach, it'll be his first team that he's called up for a couple of friendlies. Playing Uzbekistan and Oman. Oman. What days do we play? Uh, I want. I don't ask me. I want to say we play the ninth. Is one of the games? I think maybe the ninth and either eleventh or twelfth. I can't remember. Yeah, we're playing Saint Louis and up in Minnesota.
1: But I'll go. I have the roster here. I'll go through kind of the breakdown of it. So I'll go through pretty pretty quick by position. Yeah, just
0: go by position, and then yeah. if I just go by these position, and let's just say maybe one or two things And I think
1: that we'll kind of – we can – we'll say if we're guessing Berhalter tries to play a somewhat first team, I think he's still trying to build cohesion. And obviously he called up a pretty first-choice roster. Yeah, there's a see. lot of them So them. I would imagine we'll kind of give some guesses to potentially starting lineups based on if we're going first-choice right. team. Uh, goalkeepers, Drake Callender, Inter-Miami – I don't think he'll probably play. Ethan Horvath, Matt Turner, both Nottingham Forest. I think that's Turner's pry for both games. I'd yep. be surprised
0: if it wasn't. Yeah, and that's still, unfortunately, Horvath is his backup at Nottingham Forest.
1: Yeah, he, he, I mean, he needed a loan. Yeah. He really did. So that's interesting. I'm surprised. So,
0: goalkeeper, I think it's Turner.
1: I think Turner will get both those games. Defenders, Serginho Dest. One new one, Christopher Lund. He's a, uh, We'll talk One about- time switch from Denmark, I yeah, believe. from Denmark. Yeah, so he's a new guy. Mark McKenzie, Kevin Paredes, who's a young guy that I think we might have mentioned last week. I'm real excited for him. He's a real young player. He's starting to get minutes for their first team. Tim Ream, Chris Richards, Anthony Robinson, Miles Robinson, Joe Scally. What are your? You have any thoughts on what you think? I think the center back pairing Scally's still
0: team. in there. Scally's still in the team. Oh, you're right. Though- Sorry.
1: Uh, no, Joe Skelly is still in there. He's he still is, there. He's still in okay. there.
0: Well, I, I didn't know if they'd done anything with nah, him. No, I believe he's still on there. Uh, you know, I think if you're talking first team, who's your best? Anthony Robinson, obviously. I think it's going to be Anthony on the left, Serginio on the right, is what I would imagine. Yeah, I think Miles. I think Miles has been playing really, really well for Atlanta. I have no idea on that. I, I think,
1: well, what I'm hoping, I would like to see Chris Richards play both games, and I'd like to see one with Tim Ream and one with Miles. Tim, we don't want to use all the miles he's got left in his uh, legs for his career, but I think he has been the best over the past year for the he national team. He has been team. the best,
0: but you got to think if you're start if you're thinking now towards the, you know, 2026 World Cup, it's if you're depending on Tim Ream still there. No, I agree, but I think you're obviously calling in him calling him in for Yep.
1: So I think I, my expectation is Chris Richards might get both games. I'm not positive about that. It, it could go either way. I think Potentially Chris and Tim one game, Chris and Miles another. I think it'll be interesting to see, but I do think Anthony Serginio will
0: be the starters at so left and right yeah, for I sure. Agree. And then, but at some point, the whole reason they're looking is uh, for the new guy is a backup for Robinson
1: for sure. I think. I mean, I'm not like I think it's partly like get him kind of called in, and I don't think he's up to the level of he would be on this roster. Other than it's a one time no, switch, kind of give him a first. Yep. First go round, so he. I'm. I don't think he's gonna start a game. He might sub. Uh, maybe he will start. I don't think he'll start a game. I don't think he'll start a game. I think he might get a few minutes. Um, I think you're more likely if you're to see someone else started outside back. I think you're more like, likely to see Scally. He can play left or right. I would, and he's been around for a while. He's still yeah. young. I think he's definitely. And then Kevin Paredes. Um, it's interesting. I was wondering if they'd list him as a defender or a midfielder. He kind of can play anywhere on the wing, up from winger to outside back. I, he's really young guy. He was one of the best players on the U twenty team at the World Cup. He is really talented. Plays for Wolfsburg. He's been getting some minutes. So I'm excited just that he's included, even if he doesn't get much playing time. I yeah, think this he's is one a, for the future. Obviously,
0: very much in the future. Let's bring him up. Let's see how he does, and start introducing him to the rest of the national team.
1: But I would say, as left backs go, if that is where he ultimately kind of settles, rather than winger, the upside is huge if he kind of solidifies himself as a defender. Because going forward, he's got, I think, Sergio Des type of technical abilities. How would you compare him to the other guy from Denmark? I mean, I've just never heard of Christopher Lund. I'm not <laughs> sure anyone <laughs> who follows the USMNT. I'm not sure anyone, like, everyone on Twitter was like, yeah, we know who this guy is. Like, no one had ever heard of him. Yeah. So he plays in the second <laughs> division in Italy. So no one had ever heard of him. Paredes, I've known about because the youth teams. He's one of the, been one of the more talented players. So, And he's, like, four years younger. So, I mean, long-term, Paredes is, like, a first-team level
0: yeah, player down the potential.
1: Line. So but I think it'll be interesting to see both. Midfielders, you've got
0: Ben Kramashi, an eighteen year old from inter Miami. Yeah, he's got we mentioned him last week a little bit just because he was rumored. Yeah, he was rumored. He's uh another dual national yep. Argentina with and the US. Which I'll
1: give Burhalter credit. I think that's an area he's been really successful as coach, is he's done a really good job when it comes to call ups of dual nationals. Not pressuring them really, but Getting young guys excited to be kind of a part of this yeah. squad, he's done a great job. Um, Luca Del Torre for Salta Vigo, Weston McKinney, Eunice, Tanner Tessman, Malik Tillman. I think it'll be interesting. Is I think we all think probably Weston and Eunice will are obviously two of the preferred three, but without Tyler, I think it'd be interesting to see what direction Burhalter goes. Yeah, with the yeah Tyler,
0: you don't have Tyler. You don't have him. You really are missing. Multiple guys. Johnny who Cardoso could play that was midfield. another guy
1: that they like at the six. Um, he's obviously hurt, got replaced. Yeah, if was
0: here, you would think he might be one well, of that three. The Nation's
1: League, what they went for is they without Tyler, they went more of the attacking midfield with yeah. McKinney, Musa, and Gio. And so where they'd gone, MMA, Musa, McKinney, Adams, Adams, kind of the cleans up play. So I think there's two ways this goes. I think Weston and Eunice are obviously the preferred starters. I think the two ways are either you play a true 6, which is maybe a Luca De La Torre or a Tanner Testman at the 6, or if you go more attacking like they did in the Nations League, you might get Malik Tillman at more of a 10, more of an attacking mid. I think he fits yeah. that role pretty well. I'll be interested to see that. I'm
0: not sure what might change it up between the two games. Who would you rather see? I I go with Tessman. I'm I think I would like to see him. I think I'm have excited to there. see
1: Tessman because He's more of an unknown. I like the potential of what he brings. Luca is an amazing backup. I know what he brings. He's great on the ball. He's gonna be really good in possession. But I kind of know he's solid. I know he's gonna be on a roster. And I know he's
0: gonna do a job. But I think if you're trying if you're trying to find somebody that could deputize for Tyler Adams and similar to him, yeah. Neither of Luca is a can play the
1: six, but he's not the destroyer. He's a possession six. He can advance play with with the ball at his feet, but he's not the Tyler cleanup fires tanner's more that i think malik at the 10 would be exciting too because he's kind of a like for like for geo type of player and so if you're going to play geo in the midfield i think this gives you a sample of how we play with him there so i think maybe one of each in the two games i think would be something i would really like to see
0: all right who do we got up top who are the forwards
1: forwards is a little more straightforward i think than the others uh you got brendan balagoon Cade cowell Ricardo Pepe, Christian Pulisic, Tim Weah. And I think that is more
0: straightforward across the front three. Yeah, I'll know he's I think you got – and I think especially, I think Baligan, you need to give him time. I think you, he
1: needs both games because I want yeah. him
0: integrating with the team because
1: he's So newer. you got
0: Pulisic, Baligan, and Weah. I, yeah, think, I think they're, they're your starters. Maybe
1: if you want to rest Weah or Pulisic one of the games, you'll get Brendan in there, and he's yeah. – He's always a suitable replacement. He doesn't have quite the quality in the final third, as way, or but he's going to do a really good job. He presses great. Well, and you've also can seen score him,
0: them use him at midfield as well. Yeah, so
1: I, I prefer him in the front three. I don't think he has the—I don't like him as much on the ball as I do those no, other midfielders, and so I would rather him be pressing up front. But he can do a job there if he needs, and Greg's turned there before. All right. Any other words on that? No, on I think, the national team. I think next week what we'll do is we'll talk about those friendlies. So we'll give a little bit of a breakdown on the two games in our podcast. So if you want to, yeah, and look follow at those, players those games.
0: And who and did good? Thumbs up. Thumbs down on that. Yeah. Uh, all right, then it's time for uh, trivia. That's right. All right, USMNT trivia time. And so this week I'll be asking the question, Cole. After his poor performance last week, I mean. My brain was brain dead. All right, we'll do this. We've got, there are 16 players that have 100-plus caps for the U.S. men's national team. So how many do you want to try to get out of those 16? Sort of like name your tune. How many do you think you can get?
1: I think I can get half of them.
0: Oh, I more. think I can
1: get more than half.
0: Let's say you. Let's see if you can get 10. I think I can get 10. Go for 10 out of the 16. All right. And do you get bonus points if you put them in order? No, we're not doing it in order. <laughs> okay. That'll take too long. Uh, All right. Tim Howard. Tim Howard is in there, and he is down there actually at about number 8. 121 oh. caps. Okay. That's kind of surprising. Michael Bradley. Michael Bradley. Number 3. On the all-time list. Okay. 151.
1: Uh, Clint Dempsey.
0: Clint Dempsey comes in at number four. 141. Donovan. Landon Donovan. Where do you think he falls? I
1: think he's one or two.
0: He's two. Okay. 157 caps. Wow, I'm curious
1: who one is. It's probably a goalie. Uh, Brad Friedel.
0: Brad Friedel. Not on there. Does not make it. Wow, uh... Okay. So that's There's a strike. There's so many, many directions. strikes do you get? Three? We'll that's say three. Four.
1: There's so many directions you could go at this point in your list. Uh, yes. I'm going to say... What oh, about Carlos Bocanegra?
0: Carlos Bocanegra. Yes. He's got 110. Oof. That's close. Oh, uh...
1: What's his name? Mark Beasley. Marcus Beasley. I mean, he was playing until he
0: was like 40, He's surely yeah, on there. only 126. That's surprising. But he has, actually, he has the most World Cup appearances. Okay, how many have I gotten? I'll have to count. You're Let's You're supposed look to that. be counting this. I know I am. Okay, you've gotten one, two, three, four, five, six. You've gotten six. Okay. You need four more. You've you got sure one strike. I haven't gotten more than that. I'm 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 pretty positive. All right. What about uh?
1: I'm afraid of. What about Josie Altador? Ah, Josie's there. Hundred and fifteen. Okay. okay.
0: Nice. Um. So that gives you what seven? Torundolo. Steve Torundolo. Nope. Dang. Right, That's two strikes.
1: It's getting dicey here. I still don't have number one, right? No, you still don't have number one. Right, can I can ask a hand. Is he a goalie?
0: Uh, no, he's not. Okay. Wow. Who played forever? I mean, I think I've. You know, do you need hints here? I know you gave me hints no, no, last no, 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 week. No, I don't need hints. I'm better. Than I mean, this. That gets, some of them you want to think. Who are some of the all-time, you know, best players well, do you for think the you U.S.? Been doing?
1: Who? What do you think I've been doing?
0: Oh, is that what you've been trying to do? Okay. Um, let's say... Let's say... I'm afraid to say... Let's say Alexi Lawless. He is just under... I think he's he's number 17 on the list. Uh, that still counts. Uh, oh, no, it doesn't. We're talking... He, had, he doesn't uh, have 100 caps. He's uh, only what, at, like, 96. Are you kidding me? No. Okay, what about... Uh, We'll give you one more miss. All right, one more miss. That's right. What about... Uh, what you, whoever your name is, Goalies, by the way. I want to make sure I didn't miss one. Howard. Yeah, you got him. And Friedel, which was not on there, no. apparently. I'm afraid to say Keller. Um, I'll give you Keller. Okay. Nice. Keller's on there. Is
1: there another goalie on the list?
0: Yes, there is.
1: Tony Miola?
0: Yes, he is. Wow. He's down there. He is tied with someone else at 100 caps. So yeah. you may have gotten your, let's go, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. You've got nine. So you need one more and you got one more miss. Let's see if you can do it. Mm. Some of these I admit, they're obscure. You would you may it would be like, wow, if you could pull that up. But some I'm surprised you haven't said. Like current players, I'm surprised if anyone. Uh, no, no current players. I was about
1: to say, I don't think like Pulisic would be the one. These are guys that you
0: would think, okay, in the last twenty years, let's say, these are guys who are who are big names yeah, in yeah, yeah. soccer. Let's say, I'm
1: sure there's someone I'm forgetting, and it's just an idiotic mess. Brian McBride, no, Golly, is Kobe Jones
0: on there? Kobe Jones is number one. You gotta be kidding me! I thought that earlier. Sixty nine caps. When was he playing? Like the Dark Age, Jeez. You know, Kobe Jones, yeah, isn't that? I was surprised that he's number I'm one shocked. all time. I bet. Who else is on
1: there? I bet. Uh... Think scandal. What
0: scandal? Oh, scandal!
1: Scandal. How recent? Recent scandal. Burhalter's on there.
0: No, no, sorry. Try the other side of the. Oh, I, I did think of Claudio. Claudio Rania. Yeah, yeah. I did think Rania of that. Claudio has 112 caps. So. so he's lower
1: on there, but he is on there. The only other people I would have guessed were like...
0: Um, I don't even... I mean... You want to go down the list? Yeah, sure. Let's go. We won't give him the cap numbers. Number one, Kobe Jones. Yeah. Two, Donovan. Three, Michael Bradley. Four, Clint Dempsey. Five, Jeff Agus.
1: I thought about Agus. I just, that would have been such a shot in the dark to know uh, that he played that many games. Six, Marcello Balboa. All these guys are like 1990 yeah, players. Yeah, they're, they're older. They're all like 94 um, World Cup players.
0: You got Miss Reina. Oh, you sort of got him. I missed him. <laughs> Paul Caligari. I mean, I would have, I mean, I, Paul He's scored, 110. He scored that
1: goal and Go sent to the Juan world. Alda. Uh, that was that was an easy. Mess. I think that Dang. was a pretty good all one. Cagliero though, he scored that goal to send them their first World Cup in yes. ninety or whatever. Yeah. they've been to him like ages. But I mean, I never would have thought of him as probably one more than I think he probably should have gotten, gotten
0: one. Alda, Ernie Stewart.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's just hard to know how much those guys.
0: I wasn't watching in the eighties and nineties, so it's hard to know how know, much they were playing. That's my generation. That shows my age. And then Joe Max Moore. I mean, a hundred caps. I know who the heck would have thought if of him. You think I would have
1: gotten Joe Max more. Nobody would have thought of
0: him. That's, All right, I mean, our trivia is always we always take longer I'm, with our trivia. Curious how, than, how
1: many caps ballistic has. He's got to have seventy.
0: Yeah, he's obviously he's. I think he's. Uh, I think he's the most capped current player. I think. I think he's. A, but no, it can't be because no, he's got to be Yedwin. No, because it's got to be Edwin. Got to be who? Edwin. He is, but he wasn't called like he wasn't called up. Yedlin is. That was, about, that's what I'm saying. Yedlin's got to be the most captain. Yedlin currently. is of those that are currently could get called up, and then we're at the last World Cup. I guess it's Guzan, Yedlin. but I think Yedlin's probably more captain. Guzan. Guzan. Yeah, he is. He is. Guzon just like Guzan's down there around sixty. Well, when he was Howard's back. well, he was forever. contemporary. Yeah, that was the problem. He was contemporary.
1: And any other this age, he'd be been the starter for ten years
0: yeah. if he'd been around in this yeah, time. I agree. Yeah, he was always uh, that was always a problem with him. All right, we've gone extra long today. Uh, our fans are loving it. Yes, they I want know the they content. are. Yeah, keep those ratings coming. Hey, do Subscribe, like us. Subscribe, like. Give us a like, rate us five stars, hopefully you will. If you can't rate us five stars, don't rate us. How's that? No, no, no. no. We want well, Okay. We want and uh hey, we would love to have some of your questions. You can reach us at Twitter. Uh what's our Twitter handle? At USMNT
1: abroad pod. Okay, I hey, think it's in the show notes. You can also just like search uh, "Americans Abroad"
0: on. All right. Twitter so on that note, uh, we will be signing off. Hey, next week we'll be recapping uh, the USMNT friendlies if they have both been played. We know at least one of them been played by. No, them. they should so both be played by that point. All right. So we'll talk about that. And so until then, we'll uh, we'll just say see you later. See ya.